0: What's this week been like that that's been a week. Does it feel like a month? Does it feel like 45 minutes? What's this week been like for you?
1: You know when you when you were playing the uh, the audio from Greg McGarry, it started to think like it, it felt like a month right <laughs> with everything that's going on this week with the travel and the meetings and and being on the court with the players but it's been it's been really good. I mean it's been exhilarating in the sense of uh, the energy that you get from it and the meeting people, uh, seeing recruits, but by far the most important thing Started on Monday when we got back in here. I had a team meeting at 2.45. Uh, at A.M. It, or P.M.? And well, I Well, P.M., to... <laughs> P.M., yeah. I don't the think way you do A.M. anymore. That. Those rules may have they, – they, there may be rules in place for that now. But we went straight from the uh, meeting to right on the court. And I got to start working uh, with our team right away. And then we did the same thing again on Tuesday as far as workouts. So that's been the most important thing. And things like last night where six or seven of the guys are through the office all the way up to – 11 o'clock. That's what I enjoy the most right now.
0: Let's talk about how you got here. Again, this is a guy who's from Michigan, has coached in Wisconsin and Indiana, so he knows the Midwest. He's going to learn the South here. Uh, let's start with this. It's an obvious place to start. Uh, breaking news here. You were not the first choice. Greg McGarity very publicly wanted somebody else, another Big Ten guy in Thad Mata. You know how this coaching game works. Is that something that you think about at all that, that hey, that wasn't their first choice? Does that matter at all?
1: No, I hadn't thought about that, like, really, in about five or six days since you brought it up. But, <laughs> no, I, I, I addressed that right away. I, I didn't uh, – that didn't phase me when I, owed it. Hmm. I I mean, really, when you have confidence in yourself and when you have experience, th- those things don't play in. It, it's it's – uh, you know, you're competing all the time with people, and I have a lot of respect for that. And, uh, in fact, our last regular season game at Indiana was against – uh thad in, in ohio state and i think we actually set a record for most points scored in that arena mm-hmm. in a big 10 game so i have a lot of respect for him but that has not phased me one iota And uh, I certainly won't be looking over my shoulder at anything like that or anything else.
0: Coach Tom Crean in studio with us here this morning. The the other part of this, and this actually was addressed, I was glad to hear it addressed in the news conference of last Friday, this business about being the basketball coach at the football school. Uh, Everybody knows who the basketball coach at Indiana is. Nobody, maybe even people in Indiana know who the football coach is. Uh, You're going to be the guy who has to introduce yourself down here because this is the football place and the football school, a football. Universe down here. How is that going to play into what you try to do here?
1: Well, I think with the way I love football, uh, the way I love coaching, and certainly with the way I really love leadership, I think it's going to it's going to play in very well. I mean, it really is. Um, I spent more time in the football building my first day here Friday <laughs> than I ever did the basketball office. I think I was in. <laughs> my personal office, maybe two minutes that day to see where the Diet Coke had been delivered <laughs> as a gift. But no, I was at Pro Day the other day. I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I was with you Kirby. You were Bill Belichick. Yeah, I, well, we have a friendship. I've mm-hmm. known him for some years. So I love football. The way I look at it is this. I'm, I'm the head basketball coach at the University of Georgia, which is an incredible academic, world-class institution with great sports. And football happens to be, at one of the absolute best in the country with the capabilities of being that year in and year out. That is an honor, it really is. And I look at it this way, the same people that are coming to the football games, the same people that are supporting the football team, the same people that care about football and every other sport here, they can fill the Stegman Coliseum mm-hmm. too, because uh, maybe we'll play on the same night, that Georgia football plays, that'd probably mean they're in the national football playoff (laughs) or in the national championship. And then we'd have to get a a, uh, scheduling uh, reprieve from the SEC so we could play (laughs) at a different time. Is the head coach of basketball probably wouldn't be at the game. He'd want to be at the he want to be at the football game or buy a TV. But you know what? We'll cross that bridge when it comes, and I hope that bridge does come.
0: All right, Coach Tom Crean, with us here again, uh, gearing up to be the next basketball coach of this Georgia Bulldog team. Uh, you mentioned rolling in here and TV. You did some TV. Did an ESPN mm-hmm. thing. What's it like to be on that side of it and, and to see the game from that perspective? Uh, to, to watch this not as not as somebody who's trying to figure out how you're going to match up your players against the other guys, but to just try to get a 30,000-foot look at the thing. What was that year like for I you? I
1: loved it. I, I, there really was not one part of it. They travel every once in a while. while it got tedious. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I loved every part of it. I was a part of a major team at ESPN with a bunch of small teams every day or night that you were either in the studio or at a game. I learned a lot. I've never watched more college basketball in my life uh, it, because I wasn't coaching a team. So when you're coaching, you're you're totally focused on your team, your opponent, your league, And in this case, I had to learn a lot and I did. And even though I wasn't coaching a team, I tried to watch the game obviously from a coach's perspective, because that's why I was hired. So I could really look at it in a way of what would I do without second guessing? What were the other coaches doing? So I could get a feel for that. What was the personnel like? What were the schemes like? What was the game? Because my complete belief in a game is the game is always giving you something. It's always giving you as a coach and always giving you as a player something in that game. And I really tried to look at the games from that vantage point and try to bring it to the viewers. So I loved it, and it was a fantastic year for me. Uh, But as soon as this opportunity came uh, to be the head coach at Georgia, I knew I could put a lot of my past experiences plus plus this past year into place.
0: You know, I saw an interview, Coach Tom Crean. It almost like an exit interview. I guess it was one of the TV stations, maybe from your living room up there in Indiana. It was shortly after you had died. It ended your arrangement, your relationship with the Hoosiers. And the guy was talking about, or you were talking about, all of the the. Cards and letters and notes and sure. phone calls and things. People in Bloomington were, were, were sending your way. And he said something I found very intriguing. You said, you know, it would have been a, a real sad part of my life to have spent, how many years was it? Nine. Nine years up there. To have spent nine years there and not made any difference at all. That made you think like you left that place having made a difference.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because in any walk of life, whether it's yours, whether it's mine, whatever it is, you, got, you have a platform. And you can use it. You, you're gonna use it, right? The platform is there. person walking down the street has a platform. Are they gonna be kind or are they not? And to me, when you're the head basketball coach at a university like Indiana or a university like Georgia, that platform has got so much more ability to help than just being the basketball coach. And uh, I look at it that way. I look at every person and in this world as God created every one of us equal. We've all got different circumstances. we all got different things going on in life. And it doesn't mean we don't make mistakes. It doesn't mean we don't want do-overs. I mean, completely. But at the end of the day, it's how you treat people. And and do you enjoy it? And I did, and we loved it there. And uh, our family loved it there. And I think my family's coming in uh, on Saturday for a day. We'll have a lot of quick little trips right now while the kids are still in school. But I can't wait for them to start seeing what I'm seeing, whether it's in Athens, uh, whether it was in Atlanta yesterday. Uh, you name it. Whether it's stopping at a gas station, okay, on the way back, people care, and and uh, that's that's what I look. Did that's you what really I about most.
0: a minute and a half left? Here. You took this job side unseen. Basically, been here. You rolled in here once with Western Kentucky 25 years ago.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> but you know what? The key to that was Tim, is my wife was good with it. Ah. If she hadn't been good with it, and, yeah. and Georgia certainly offered for us to come and see it. Yeah. It wasn't like they said, okay, it's now or never. It. it uh, we just didn't feel that we needed to do it. We did not need to do it, and we didn't need to. We didn't need to take it any further than it was, and that was once everything was laid out. Once we talked things through. Once I got to know President Moorhead and Greg McGarity, uh, we had done enough research. We had enough feel for it. Let's go, and uh, I don't think we're going to regret it one iota.
0: What's a reasonable goal for your first team here?
1: That I don't know. You're the first that's asked that. That <laughs> must be why you're good. Have been doing this for so long. I, I don't know. We've had two workouts. Mm. Um, I know that we have got to get better in a lot of areas. I think the foundation of people is strong. We've certainly got to get better shooting the ball. It's far too early for me on that. We want to be, we want to get, bottom line right now is we got to get mentally tougher every day. And that sounds like coach speak. It's not. You got to get mentally tough in your workouts, and your desire, playing through adversity, living through failure, becoming a teammate. You know, all those things. And the the biggest thing I'll, I'll say is what I said to them the other day. I'm not going to assume anything. We're not going to make judgments, but I'm going to evaluate everything and I'm just going to keep going through every day like that and see where it takes us this year.